Well, good morning and welcome to our final Anchored in the Word morning reflection for this week. And I hope that all of these different uh, passages that we've looked at, uh, the different episodes as we've been dealing with Psalm 35, have given you some things to think about, have been an encouragement, and ultimately have helped strengthen you in your walk with the Lord. Um, What I'd like to do this morning is kind of take everything that we've talked about over the last two weeks and just kind of leave you with some final thoughts. And so to do that, I want to start by reading the last portion of Psalm 35 and then uh, look at these truths with a couple of practical closing thoughts. Here's what it says in verse number 19. Let not them that are my enemies wrongfully rejoice over me. Neither let them wink with the eye that hate me without a cause. For they speak not peace, but they devise deceitful matters against them that are quiet in the land. Yea, they opened their mouth wide against me, and said, Aha, aha, our eyes have seen it. This thou hast seen, O Lord, keep not silence. O Lord, be not far from me. Stir up thyself, awake to my judgment, even unto my cause, my God and my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God, according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their heart, Ah, so have we had it. Let them not say, we have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together that rejoice in mine hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long. Now, here are the final thoughts I want us to think about this morning. Every single one of us has, will, and maybe are even in the midst of experiencing some kind of difficulty, hardship, or pain. And that's a part of living in a fallen world. It's a part we don't like to think about, but it is a part of our our experience, even as Christians. And so when we are experiencing those kinds of seasons, we've got to deal with the pain in a biblical way. We've got to deal with that pain the way that Christians deal with it, as opposed to someone who doesn't know the Lord, who doesn't believe that there is a God in heaven who cares about them, who actually has purposes and all that he and all that he allows in the world. He is working to accomplish those purposes. We need to process those hardships with a biblical worldview. And in order to do that, we've got to remind ourselves continually of what the Bible says about God. We've got to remember that he is the ultimate ruler over all things. He is sovereign. We've got to remember that he's good. God is incapable of doing something that is morally evil because God is good and God is pure and God is righteous. God cares about people. He cares about us. It's because of his goodness that he is a merciful and kind God. And we know that God is able to, and God does work in this world. He is active at work in our lives, even when we don't see it and feel it, and we can't fully understand it. And so when we find ourselves in those difficult situations, we've got to pour out our heart before the Lord. Before we go to another person, we should go to God and we should lay our burdens at his feet and let his shoulders carry that load. And as we are pouring out our heart to God, 
we need to allow what we know about him to bring us great comfort and peace. We need to remember that he is a God who can carry that burden. He is a God who loves us and we need to leave it with him. And he will not leave us or abandon us in these moments. He has compassion on us in our misery. And I think about what it says in the book of Hebrews. It says that we have not an high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us come boldly before the throne of grace and find grace to help in time of need. We've got to take our pains and our cares and our burdens to God. Secondly, when we are going to make choices in life and we are establishing patterns of behavior and patterns of approach to making those decisions. We need to process our circumstances and make choices and think from a uniquely Christian perspective. The way that we think and the way that we make decisions should be a reflection of a biblical worldview. And again, I remind you that we know that God is sovereign and that he is good and that he cares for us and that he is active in the world and he's working in our lives. And so understanding that we need to be a people who will go into his presence and lay real petitions at his feet and say, God, this is what I need. And this is how I ask you to work. And the, the things that we desire and the things that we feel pressed as our greatest needs, those things should be shaped by that biblical worldview. And then when we have laid those things before him and we have petitioned the Lord and asked him for those requests, we need to rest in the fact that he has heard us. We need to rest in the fact that he is good. We need to rest in the fact that he knows what is best because he's all wise. We need to rest in the fact that he is all powerful and is able to accomplish whatever is necessary to accomplish what is good. And then we need to rest in him and wait for him to work in our lives. The third thing I'll mention is that when we see the great needs that we have in our lives and we recognize that we are creatures and we recognize that we bear his image, okay, created in his image, we need to have lives that are filled with worship and praise to God. I remind you again that we are creatures, not the creator, not the sustainer, we are creatures who are being sustained by God. The breath that we take, the, the, the strength that we have from the food that we eat, the health of our bodies, the opportunities that we have, all of those things come from the good hand of God. As it says in James, every good gift and every per perfect gift cometh from above, from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. We are sustained by God's good hand. And all of God's purposes ultimately for us reflect back to him, his glory. We were created to bring glory to God. And he sustains us and gives us good things, even though we don't deserve them and we are unworthy. And that ought to make us grateful. That ought to make us want to praise him. We're, we should be overwhelmed by the fact that, um, that everything that goes on in life can serve the purpose of bringing good and glory to God. I think of what it says in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them are called according to his purpose. He even uses the evil to accomplish good. And then we need to praise him, praise him for who he is, praise him for 
what he has done in our lives, how he has dealt with us, the strength that he's given us, all of those things. So my encouragement to you as we go into this weekend is let's take Psalm 35, the concepts that are illustrated in this Psalm, the truths that we have learned over the last two weeks, and let's live in the light of them. Let's practically apply them. I hope that the Lord gives you a wonderful weekend, and I hope to see many of you on Sunday. Have a blessed weekend. Bye now.